Yesterday, we were Terry and Pat Ryan, as they and their Chinese commandos prepared to attack the invaders. But other adventures lie ahead of our friends, and we'll hear about these future plans in just a moment. Terry and the Pirates is brought to you by the makers of Libby's Tomato Juice, one of Libby's hundred famous foods. Well, boys and girls, here we are practically at the deadline for the offer of the airplane spotter. Yes, tonight's the last night. I'll tell you about it. The offer expires Saturday at midnight. So, if you want an airplane spotter, and I'm pretty sure you do, you must mail your order right away. If you haven't already got your order in, you better do this. Better ask your mother if you can't run over to the store right after the program and get two cans of Libby's tomato juice. You'll need those two labels to get that sensational airplane spotter with a dope on 16 famous planes. Print your name and complete address on the back of one Libby's tomato juice label. Then mail both labels with one dime to Carrie in care of Libby's, Chicago, Illinois. You got that? Carrie in care of Libby's, L-I-B-B-Y-S, in Chicago. And be sure your order is postmarked by midnight next Saturday. Now, believe me, kids, this airplane spotter is worth making a real effort to get. That is, you're going to be disappointed if you let the time slip by without sending for yours. I wouldn't be surprised if you'd find them in your house already. So look right after the program, and if there aren't two cans of Libby's tomato juice in your pantry or icebox, see if you can't run out and buy some and send for your airplane spotter tonight. Mail your labels and dime with your name and complete address to Terry in care of Libby's Chicago. Midnight Saturday is your very last chance. And now, Terry and the Pirates. The battle between Cap Ryan and the Chinese commando and the invaders has resulted in a surprising victory for the commando. The enemy has been forced into the narrow gorge and has been trapped. There was nothing to do but surrender. And thus, the Chinese town of Tarzhen has been saved. This means that April Kane, Burma, Slugger, Dunn, and others are no longer in immediate danger. All this activity has not gone unnoticed, however. In a large city, which we shall not identify at the moment, is the headquarters of the Chinese Army High Command. In a small, plainly furnished office sits a good and great Chinese leader. In his hands is the fate, the destiny of China. And yet he is calm, patient, unhurried. He had heard of the Chinese commandos, of their valiant work at the town of Taizhen. He had heard of Terry Lee, of Jude Hennig. Yes, even April Kane and Burma are not unknown to him. He studies a sheet of paper on which is Chinese writing, and then looks up. The Americans, they are here? It is so, Generalissimo. And the radio, it has been prepared? All is ready. been prepared? All is ready, Generalissimo. Very well. I shall speak first with Mr. Ryan. Mr. Patrick Ryan, please. Just go right in, sir. Thank you. You stand for me, sir? In the name of the Chinese people, yes. I am most happy that you could come, Mr. Ryan. 
When a couple of Allied planes dropped down out of the sky with orders to report here at headquarters, I... And uh, all the others of your party, they are here? Yes, sir. And in good health, but rather nervous. But it, it is really I who am nervous, Mr. Ryan. The exploits of you and your friends have not gone unreported. I am deeply grateful for all you have done for China. Well, thanks. It's all right. We, we had to keep busy. Besides, the United States is in this fight, and, well, so are we. You wish to continue as leader of a Chinese commander? A very fine outfit, sir. Yes, I believe I can be more effective with the commandos than elsewhere. If you are satisfied, then it is my pleasure to confer upon you the commission of colonel in active command of operations. You mean I'm a colonel of commandos? Well, I really wish it were more... But there has been no provision made for a higher rank. Well, this is quite enough, sir. Thank you. China is very grateful to you, Colonel Ryan. And now, I would like to speak to the woman known as Burma. Would you wait in the radio room, please, to your left? Yes, of course. Thank you. May I speak with Burma, please? How do you do? Thank you so much for coming here, Miss Burma. Oh, that's all right. Only I, uh, I'd better get back to Taj Yen. Those kids have to be looked after. It's quite all right. The orphans are being removed to a place of greater safety. They will be far removed from the sound of war. Oh, then they won't need me. Well, I shall leave that decision entirely up to you, madam. But before you decide on anything, may I ask what your plans are? Why, I, I haven't any of that. Would you care to help us here at Army Headquarters? What could I do? The Red Cross units need a woman who can tell them about the ways of the Chinese. The nurses, many of them new to China, need the counsel of one who has seen China and my people as they really are. I am sure you are eminently fitted for such a task. Well, I'll do it, of course, sir, but... Oh, what about April? You refer to Miss April Kane? Yeah. She shall remain with you. You shall both be retained on a salary. Very well. You're the big boss. Whatever you say is okay with me. I'll stick around for the duration and do whatever I can. Thank you. And now, I wish to speak to Mr. Hint. Okay. Where do I go? Will you please wait in the radio room? Uh, through that door. At the left. Uh, Colonel Ryan is in there, too. Colonel Ryan? You mean Pat's an officer there? <laughs> I'm sure he will tell you all the details. <laughs> Thank you again, Miss Burma, and good luck. Thanks. Send him, Mr. Jensenick. Hello, gentlemen. Well, I'm glad I've seen you, sir. Oh, yeah? I'm very well, Mr. Hennick. And you? Oh, I'm fine. Only I've had more planes shot out from under me than horses under a Hollywood cowboy. Oh, I, well, I, I'm afraid I too much quite understand. Oh, don't mind me, sir. It's just that I'm not happy unless I'm flying a plane. This footwalking gets me down. I have not forgotten our splendid air journey to India, Mr. Hennick. Yeah, those were the days. And as you know, the United States is sending us airplanes in greater numbers than ever before. 
Fuel bombers, new fighter planes, interceptor planes, a vast air fleet for use against the enemy. Yes, sir. It is necessary to fly these planes inland to secret bases. I wonder if you would like to take uh, excuse, uh, excuse me, sir, but if it all the same to you, I'm not anxious to be in command of anything. I, I'm pretty much of a lone operator. I don't want a title or a group of men to bother me. Just give me a plane of my own. Let me fly it as best I can. I, I know this sounds kind of funny, but I want to be happy even if there is a war, and flying a plane is my business. Special job, that's me. <laughs> Very well, it shall be so. It isn't that I don't appreciate the opportunity, but that's I do, but I just wouldn't be happy, sir. I've got to have a plane and a lot of air, and I'll help the USA and China a lot better. You shall be given a new plane. Yes, and I believe there will be plenty of special assignments for you. Fine. I shall personally see to that, and now if... How would you like my little help? Hmm? Oh! Oh, oh, I'm so sorry. I guess I'm in the wrong room. No, 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 not at all. Mr. Hennick was just leaving. Oh, sugaration. I'm always making mistakes. All right, Captain. You stay right here. Will you please join Colonel Ryan and Mr. Donner in the radio room, Mr. Hennick? It's right in there. Yes, yes, Colonel. You mean Todd Ryan is a... So, Captain's an officer. I shall keep you only for a moment, Miss Kane. <laughs> really? That is a very attractive set. Well, you know how it is. A woman gets to feeling blue and all, so she has to get out of the depression. So she washes her hair or gets a new heart. Well, you are quite a feminine person, Miss Kane. Well, thank you. I'm so glad. Well, what's going on around here? First we're in a little town in the mountains, and now we're here in this place. Flying here in airplanes. Oh, speaking of airplanes, did you see this airplane fire that Terry made? He was taking the commandos to identify planes. Oh, yes, I know all about the spotter, Miss Kane. But just a word about yourself. I think it's still you've been hanging down, don't you? I, I have been talking to Miss Burma and she... Oh, yes, I want Burma to see this bonnet. She'll be green with envy. And I made it out of just a few feathers and things I found right after we got here. <laughs> Miss Kane, I wonder if you will ask Mr. Terry Lee to step in here, please. Terry? Yes. Oh, yes, he's waiting outside. I'll call him. Now, don't go away. Terry! Come running. A man wants to see you. He'll be right along. Thank you. And I wish to thank you again for your loyalty and help and all that has happened. Oh, sugaration. I didn't do much. I guess I was always in the way more than anything else. I really was. But it was fun to have men always protecting Paul and me. Oh, do come in, Terry uh, Lee. Do, do come right in, young man. Yes, come in, Terry. Uh, this is Mr. Oh, I recall I never did ask you your name. Oh, but, but April, you don't have to. This is, oh, God, yes. This is the General Lickamore. This, this is the man who believes it's quite unnecessary to identify me from this kid. I believe I understand this young lady, and in many ways I envy her. To have a capacity to enjoy life every minute, to be able to forget. Those are rare virtues indeed. Is there, is there something I can do, sir? It is for me to thank you, Terry for the good work you have been doing. That airplane spotting device is but one of the many devices you have contributed to us. It will soon be used in the training of other commander units. Oh, well, that's fine, and you're welcome, sir. There is one additional thing I wish you would do for me, Mr. Lee. Oh, sure. I, I mean, uh, yes, sir. Your friends are in the radio room next door. 
Once a week, it is our privilege to make a shortwave broadcast to your homeland, to the United States. I should like for you, as a representative of the American Bar, to talk to the listeners in your country. Ah, me? Golly, I I don't know what to say. (laughs) You are not afraid. Sure, I am. Plenty. I'm not much good at talking. No, I'm not expected to be. But I am sure you will find much to tell your concern. Oh, Terry, are you doing a broadcast? Well, well, maybe I can sing. I know I could do wonderful singing on the radio. Or could I? Now, hold on, April. This, see, this is serious business. Well, I'm serious. There really isn't a lot I can say, Generalissimo. I know we're in this fight to a finish. I've been here in China long enough to know that the invader can't win. We'll have our defeats and our tough moments, but if it's this year or next year or a hundred years, we'll win. The United States is going to make more things, more planes and tanks and guns faster than all the other countries put together. And we'll get them over here. The invaders can't win. I think every American boy and girl should do something every day to help win this war. If they only save and salvage something, if they only buy one war stamp a day, but, but do something, that's a big idea. And so here's something everybody can do. They can back up the government, make sacrifices of children, things like that. Yes, Terry Lee will make his talk over the radio, and Terry will carry on with his amazing adventures in China, too, although we may not hear about them in days to come. Last call, boys and girls, last call for this great special offer of a thrilling airplane spotter. Unless your order is postmarked by midnight Saturday... It's no airplane spotter for you. So get your order in now right after the show because you'll sure be sorry if you don't get this wonderful spotter that shows you how to identify a plane just as easy as an auto. For the last time, let me remind you how to get your airplane spotter. All you need is two Libby's labels and ten cents. The labels come from a delicious Libby's juice that may be in your pantry or icebox right this minute. Libby's tomato juice. Get two cans of that grand juice, take off the labels, and on the back of one label, print your full name and complete address. Then mail them with a 10-cent piece to Terry and Tara Blibby's Chicago, Illinois. Gosh, kids, I sure hope you get your orders in. Now, remember, this spotter tells you all about the most famous warplanes in the world. Shows you how to identify them, even when they're way up in the sky. So hurry, hurry, mail your order tonight or tomorrow to Terry and Tara Blibby's Chicago. The offer closes... Saturday at midnight. For victory, buy United States war bonds and stamps. Every 10 cent stamp you buy will help us win. And so, here's Terry to say so long from Pat Ryan, Connie, Burma, Big Soup, April Jude, the Dragon Lady, and all your other friends. Yeah, goodbye, everybody. We'll all be back with you a lot sooner than you expect. So keep both ears tuned for us and both fists fighting for victory.